Back to Adolescence After Alderaan. I'm Caroline Guthrie. I'm Meg Fariello. And we are a podcast dedicated to working our way through the Star Wars Expanded Universe one book at a time. Yeah. We, as we did as we children. We love these books. Yeah, we love these books as our, in our youth, and we are back. We're with back. Fresh eyes. Yeah. And full hearts. This, yeah. <laughs> End questions. of summer bonanza. <laughs> We're tackling. The Thrawn Trilogy, which apparently is not called the Thrawn Trilogy. It's called, like, the Heir to the Empire Trilogy, officially? Well, that's confusing. Okay, it be called whatever. The Thrawn Trilogy. <laughs> we're going to call it the Thrawn Trilogy. Um, and these were books that I know you have mentioned before that you did not get through. I did can't imagine complete. that I ever got through them in any significant... I'm sure I skimmed these, is what I'm trying to Say. Well, like this one, I got to what I know for was definitely the exact point <laughs> that I quit at as a kid and had to fight really hard to keep going. To keep like, going. yeah, I, I mean, stand by my decision. <laughs> this yeah. is boring. Yeah, I think we're both on the same page that this is boring. Yeah. And we can talk a lot about why. <laughs> boring. <laughs> but I think. I think, and we've talked about this going into this episode, that we should maybe sort of lay some groundwork because this, as we've mentioned episodes and episodes ago, was the first sort of official Expanded Universe series. It came out in 91. Um, this is there, what started it all. This is what started it all. Yeah. So there were the, the Lando and Han solo adventure books, which were like sort of Expanded Universe. There are... They were canon in Legends, um, but they were not sort of the big push for Expanding Universe. This was really uh, where it all began. Yeah, I feel like all of the previous publications, aside from just novelizations of the movies, were all just sort of like movie tie-in material. Yeah, like video games. Yeah, and things like that. RPGs, I think. Yeah, or just like books that filled in maybe like between movies. But this is the first one that really was establishing literature as a medium right. for Star Wars stories, yeah. like, and on I its own. And I briefly looked, I know we're not supposed to do this, but I briefly looked at Wikipedia, um, and it mentioned, so this could be hearsay, I don't know, but that Lucasfilm, or I guess Lucas Publishing, actually approached Timothy Zahn to write this series. So it was sort of like, it wasn't like he came to them with like, I got this great idea that like, this was sort of planned. So that's interesting because I was I was reading this and wondering like did Timothy Zahn say I really want to write a Star Wars book or did Lucasfilm say we should get some books going I think they said we should get some books how much control they had over like what it was he was writing and I'm sort of interested in like talking about why we're starting now like yes like why five is it five years after five years Jedi like why is that the point that we say we need to find out what's been happening to our three Well, and there's so much that's set in motion here that the way it reverberates out in the other books. Like, there's a lot of things that are in here that I think are fine for this book, but then when I see them picked up over and over down the line, I think... (laughs) Oh, no, no, thank you. (laughs) Put that away. (laughs) 
we're, we're done with that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This was not actually going to work out. Yeah. So I guess first we need to work our way through the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Such as it is. <laughs> the thing is, okay, this is going to be, I should put out a little asterisk, and I guess I should have put it out sooner. This book is technically fine. I think it's technically fine. Yes, I agree. Like, I can't actually point to anything in this book that makes it a bad book. I think this yes, is it's fine. technically a good book. I think it sort of maybe? falls in that category of – it's, like, not bad enough to be, like, Jedi Academy bonkers where it's, like, sort of so bad, like, your mind's exploding and that's sort of fun <laughs> to, like, deal Yeah, with. I was definitely more engaged reading Jedi Academy. Yeah, but it's not as good as something like what we read last week, The Crystal Star, which we really loved and thought it was not yeah. necessarily a perfect book, but doing really interesting things. This book is sort of doing – what you would exactly what you would expect an EU book to do, yeah. but not even in a fun way. <laughs> no, this book just, I mean, I guess I should stop stalling. We should just talk about it. But I just yeah. felt like the, the soul wasn't there. Yes, I would like, say, I, so, but yeah, last thing I'll say before we try to break down this plot <laughs> is that to me, it really felt like somebody trying to write what a Star Wars movie would look like as a book. Which, like, maybe is what they're all trying to do. But this one, I really felt, like, how hard it was trying to be A New Hope or be Empire. Like, I, hand to God, I could tell where the wipes were. Yes, yes. It was very movie. Like, I could visualize this in my head as a movie, but not in, like, a good way. (laughs) No. In a way that I almost felt like I was reading, like, a fine screenplay. Like, yeah. But like I wouldn't, gre- I wouldn't greenlight it though. No, no, I would. I would say I have a lot of edits, and we need to. Yeah. we need to talk about something. We need to give it a little something, a little more, yeah. a little more splash and dash. So anyway, so yeah, so this is uh, where the expanding universe begins. Is five so, years after yeah. Battle of Endor. Five years after the Battle of Endor, there's still plenty of you know imperial nonsense going on, but for the most part, the yeah things New sort Republic's. Of- clicking it's like a real government has, yeah it's like yeah functioning and luke has no ambition to start a jedi no, academy he, i don't know what he's doing except sleeping <laughs> we meet him asleep he's asleep he, uh, that's where he's happy his dreams <laughs> and ben kenobi comes to him in a dream and says look uh, I've been dead for a while now. Yeah, I really need to just be mosey dead. on down. Need to <laughs> stop calling like this. And you should start a Jedi Academy. Maybe. And, Luke, and Luke's just kind of like, well, if Ben Kenobi told me to, I guess I have to. Yeah. So <laughs> Ben's like, let me rest in peace. Start a Jedi Academy. Find someone else to talk to. Yeah, just go do something. anything. You need to make some friends. <laughs> go to school. <laughs> get out more yeah stop just mooching off your sister which i guess is what he's doing because he's just living in the imperial palace which yeah just hanging out and he's like sulking about it he's like greg brady in the attic like he didn't want to move into the imperial palace yeah he like feels uncomfortable like like oh well the emperor yeah yeah not all that yeah he's super mopey as as we've come to realize (laughs) is how he is moping and sleeping (laughs) he's so mopey that leia senses his mopiness from her room and like sends 3po to check on him yeah and they all rely so much on 3po it's really crazy (laughs) in this book especially 
And yeah, so he's super mopey. Leia's pregnant with the twins. She's like a few months pregnant? Is that? She's 13 weeks pregnant, 13, so she's okay. just hit the end of the first, first trimester. trimester. Um, and they're Jedi twins. Yeah. Like, everyone's like 100% sure these twins are coming out. These are 100% Jedi Swinging lightsabers, they are Jedi twins. <laughs> <laughs> and they also know that it's a boy and a girl. They know it's a boy which... and a girl, yeah. And she can sort of, like, sense them. 13 weeks is real early for all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but they're Jedi twins. <laughs> but they're Jedi twins. Yeah. And Luke's rationale for the fact that they're Jedi twins is that he can sense them, which doesn't yeah. make sense because not everything you can sense is a Jedi, but sure, right. whatever, do that. <laughs> sure, yeah. They're just making it up as they go along. So here she's pregnant. Han has given up his general title. Yeah, his which t- he did in courtship of Princess Leia. Right. They'll later establish that that's right. What right. So he's happened. he's just sort of like doing. They're trying. The New Republic is trying to hire smugglers right. to be UPS drivers. Yeah, basically. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they're having a hard time recruiting them because apparently Admiral Akbar was a real. Um, hard ass about smugglers yeah. in the past i'm gonna put out there there's a there's a whole subplot about admiral akbar i could not care less i, I couldn't care about it nor could i follow but probably because i couldn't care about <laughs> like, it <laughs> physically impossible for me to care even a little bit about admiral akbar and a boffin having yeah an there's like office feud, like, yeah feud. like political feuding going on that like it's so boring it's so yeah it's real boring and i don't really understand what the problem <laughs> it's so boring and i do not care yeah at all so maybe that's the last to be said about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's also a grand admiral thrawn yeah who is out there being an imperial grand admiral and he's got plans and he's real smart he's yeah. like a blue sherlock Holmes. yeah he's like stuff super and cerebral and is like making deductions and he loves art and music yeah. just like sherlock Holmes. yeah or like hannibal lecter <laughs> like yeah he's got kind of a hannibal lecter thing he likes to bring someone into his world to like quiz them yeah and- so he has like this like pal who's the second in command i guess <laughs> not really pal <laughs> he's a captain and he's He's always like asking him questions and the captain's like i think this way and thrawn's like think about it another way. like he's just like yeah no, like, he's just puzzling things some, out and turning things someone on his head. to seem smart for <laughs> yeah he's like um but i'm he, gonna make some deductions at you yeah so he's like yeah. kind of planning to overthrow the new republic like yeah like and so <laughs> they go to a secret planet mm-hmm. that had some technology there and they meet a a dark Jedi. Yeah. Who is Skinny Santa. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy on the cover that I was like, who is this person? <laughs> so the yeah, original Skinny book, not the Legends cover, which I have, but the yeah, original, the original cover, cover, it has a guy in the background. He is like a Skinny ripped. Santa. He has like an eight pack. <laughs> He's an old, old man who is just like cut from granite and he's shooting... Yeah, like, fireworks like out lightning of his hands. force, yeah, like out. Mickey Mouse at the end of yeah, uh, Disney. That is exactly <laughs> what it looks like. But he is taking up a lot of this cover for someone that I wasn't sure who he was going into, this and book. just not in the book. So anyway, I always thought that was Thrawn because I didn't stick. With I know, the book but then Thrawn is real tiny. Thrawn is blue. You can't see it on Skype or Facetime, but he's really tiny in the corner, and he is sort of blue. I don't know. He's in shadow, so it's hard to tell. But clearly, yeah. that's Thrawn. Um, There's a lot of Thrawn on the Legends cover. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they pick up Skinny Santa. 
Yeah, yeah, he's like, it turns out that he's this dark Jedi who everyone sort of assumed was killed before the Clone Wars, like pre-clone or around No, the- he's he's the clone right. of the Jedi no, right. who was killed. Yeah, so he 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 was everyone thought he was dead, but Thrawn's like, but he was dead. Who's this guy? Like being all frawny. And he's like, yeah, he, he must he's be a clone. Stuff. And I'm like, how did you come to that conclusion? But fine. And apparently you distinguish clones from their originals because clones double their vowels. So yeah. if your name is Jairus with one U, then it's Jairus with two U's. Right? Yeah. Is his name Jairus? Yeah. Jairus Kablabla? Yeah, it's Jairus <laughs> <laughs> You're really right, though. Oh, let's please call him Kablabla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Jairus or Jairus, something like that. Ja- um, yeah, Jairus But Kablabla. he knows also because apparently, like, the early versions of the clones, the clones ended up being, like, a little bit kooky, and this guy's real kooky. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy is bananas nuts. Yeah. And so, but Thrawn wants a dark Jedi because apparently the Emperor was using the Force to control slash influence all of the different uh, fighter units so that they would work more efficiently together and so Thrawn's like we need a dark Jedi so that when we're in a space battle we can get this guy to really sync everything up yeah and it really hurt his his second in command feelings because he was like but we were fighting like we so we tried so hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> He's like really bummed out that apparently yeah. we were doing a great job. Yeah. And, we're the uh, best. We don't need anybody. <laughs> it's really sad. Um, and so um, Kablabla is like, I want to stay here on my planet because I've enslaved everybody here. And right. I, I don't like want to be in control of people. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a super fun time <laughs> controlling all these <laughs> and, people. And Thrawn says, but if none of these people have Jedi powers, and so if you come with me, we'll kidnap some Jedis for you to right. control. So we'll kidnap Luke Skywalker, and we'll kidnap Lan- Organa Solo, and she's pregnant with Jedi twins yeah, because so. they sent out an announcement. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a terrible idea, I must say. And, um, <laughs> and we'll kidnap all of them, and right, you know, now you you'll can have, just yeah. have those four people to yeah, control. He's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> Good, good. And so that launch is just, like, a series of kidnapping attempts. Yeah, so Thrawn is sending out these, like, gray alien... I sort of imagine them as, like, grays from, like, X-Files, but I don't think that's what they They look... <laughs> they had, like... No, they look, they look like Killer Croc. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have, like, really big jaws and... Yeah, from uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, the, they look like that guy. Yeah. I looked them up. They're, like, attempting to kidnap Leia. So Leia and Han and Luke are, like, on some sort of diplomatic mission. And they almost get kidnapped, they almost but they get don't. Kidnapped, but they don't, yeah. And so they're, like, oh. And then they go somewhere else, and they almost get, get kidnapped, kidnapped, but they, they don't. don't. Yes. And this happens, like, 20 more times. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But it feels that way. And then finally, Luke decides, he's, like, I'm going to go to Dagobah. <laughs> other jedi and he's like i'll start the last place i saw another oh, jedi I think which was dagobah leia tells him that a dark jedi had lived on dagobah i don't know he goes yeah. to dagobah 
he goes. To, I think she, I think she does, but like I have no idea why yeah. she. He, ru- he runs whatever. to Dagobah, and he he gets there, and he's like, "There's nothing here." And R two's like, "Yes, there is. Go in that scary cave that you went into." <laughs> and he just like will not shut up about how scary that cave was. Yeah, which, like, like, me, I, I saw the movie. It wasn't that scary. Yeah, I was like was eleven kind of, like, when I saw it, and I was really scared of a lot of things. I wasn't that scared of the cave. Scene. No, <laughs> so like Luke, I mean. Like, let's relax a let's little bit. It. I was scared of Hocus Pocus, <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't scared of the cave on Dagobah. Yeah, you're fine. At so the yeah. exact same age. So he, like, like walks chill out. into the cave and immediately has, like, a dream sequence of being at the sail barge in, at Jabba's palace, like, by the Sarlacc pit, and this, like, woman is there. And, and she gets the lightsaber. Right. And ends up... And- Killing him and laughing at him and stuff. Yeah, and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, that was such a scary dream. And then he keeps going. (laughs) (laughs) He goes into the cave and he finds, like, some sort of beacon. Like a, like, old... Yeah, like a home. Yeah, like an old-timey, pre-Clone Wars homemade beacon. You could call a spaceship with it. Yeah. It's like a spaceship calling And he's like, I don't know. And there's, like, writing on it and he's like, I don't know what this is. (laughs) It's actually coming off like a big dump (laughs) down this book. And he's like, I bet, oh, R2 says for some reason that Lando would know what it is. I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, just to get Lando into the book. Yeah, I guess I we guess. just need Lando to show up. And at the same time, Han and Leia are going to see Lando. Yeah, because they want... They want a vacation? <laughs> a slicer. <laughs> a slicer. That's right, because they're gonna, they've decided they want to like go underground for a little while and just like... They want to go into hiding. Um, but Leia's and, like, yeah. I still want to be connected to the New Republic because, like, they really apparently she's like indispensable, and if she left, <laughs> the whole thing would just come a tumbling down. And she's, like a house of cards. So yeah, so he is like, okay, we'll get this like special thing that allows us to like tap into. Well, yeah, well, basically, even though you are entitled to have access to New Republic transmissions, we don't want to give away your location, right. so we'll hire someone to hack into the New Republic right. transmissions. Right. And he's like, I got a lot of old smuggler friends, only Lando. We will go <laughs> find him. So Lando, of course, has started a new mining mission, like mining business station somewhere. Um, and Han and Leia run into Luke, and they're like, oh my god, what are you doing here? And which seems to happen a lot in this book. Yeah. Um, there's a whole galaxy. Yeah, but, but we're just running into each in other. It. And they're attacked by mm-hmm. an Imperial Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. But, they, but everyone's fine. And yep. a lot of people, a lot of Lando's machines. Like mining machines. 51 yeah. mining machines. Yeah, and he's stolen. real upset. Mole miners or something. Upset about it. And Han... And or Han's like, we got to get Leia somewhere safe. And he's like, let's send her to Kashyyyk, question mark. Yeah. Because, like, we'll send her on the Lady Luck, which is Lando's ship. They won't know, like, who's going where. We'll send her with Chewie to Kashyyyk. It's, like, safe, question mark, not safe at all. We'll send her with Chewie to Kashyyyk, Han, Lando, and 3PO, whose voice is disguised as Leia's voice, will get right, on they the- hack into 3PO. Yeah, yeah, so that he sounds like Leia. So they get, and they'll go on the Falcon to find this guy called Talon Card, who is like a smuggler, um, sort of like a king smuggler. Like he's had, built this huge sort of empire. And yeah, he's like taken Jabba's place. As basically, the yeah. The like, kingpin of the area. Yeah. Um, and we'll go to him um, and see if he can help. With the slicer, with the slicer situation. Yeah, whatever. So... 
Oh, oh my just, God. This is a, it's a schlog to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Luke leaves in his X-Wing. Chewie and Leia leave in the Lady Luck. Han, Lando, and 3PO disguised as Leia leave in the Falcon. Right. And it's a totally empty gesture because Thrawn uses Immediately, his, yeah. It's like in uh, Butch Cass and the Sundance Kid when they like right. both go onto one horse to trick the trackers. Right. And it, la- the tracker buys it for like five feet and then just turns around and is like, oh, well, whatever. Right, right, but right. We can talk at the end about why I'm angry about Thrawn. But yeah. anyway, so Thrawn is just like, oh, elementary, my dear captain, blah, blah. Right, like, right, of course. Go. That's Chewie and Leia. Oh, and Thrawn has lizards that stop the Force from working. Yeah, they don't come into play as much as you think. <laughs> <laughs> he got these lizards that turn off the Force yeah, from Talon Card. Yeah, so they happen sometimes. The salami lizards. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so Leia and Chewie go to Kashyyyk. Um, and they're there, and the aliens find them. The croc aliens, killer croc yeah. aliens, find them. Um, Leia decides to try to like take a more diplomatic approach, um, and like talk. yeah, like one of them wants they they capture one, and he says he wants to talk to her, right? And so and, she goes to talk to him, yeah. and he just like sniffs her real hard, and <laughs> determines that she is the daughter of Vader. Vader had saved these creatures somehow think that vader is their like savior and and yeah and they love vader they love vader and follow him um and so because she is vader's daughter uh they will not kill her right and they will um yeah they had been serving the empire because they love vader right but now that they have they call her lady vader right now that they, they have lady vader right they will follow do what her. she says yeah so she's fine yeah. Hi. Which, like, thank God she already knew that she was Darth Vader's daughter, because what a way to find out. Yeah, that would, <laughs> that would be really a problem. An emotional roller coaster. That would be intense. So Luke somehow gets kidnapped. <sighs> I can't. I can't with this one. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> uh, okay, Luke almost gets captured by... Uh, I almost called him Grand Moff Tarkin, but he's like Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn. almost gets captured by Grand Admiral Thrawn. But he does He that. escapes, but he breaks his X-Wing in escaping. Uh, Thrawn puts out a bounty on him. He gets picked up by Talon Card because right. Talon Card's being advised by Mara Jade. dun dun dun, dun. Right, here she is. Uh, <laughs> and Mara Jade really, really wants to kill Luke. Right, because he's Talon Card doesn't really want to kill Luke, doesn't really want to turn him over to the Empire, doesn't really want to turn him over to the Republic. Right. So he's, like, trying to figure out what to do. So they've got Luke, um, you know, squirreled away in the shed. Yeah. And... And he, eventually he gets out, and Mara Jade finds him, but they're being attacked by Imperials by Grand Admiral Thrawn, and so she and him sort of work together to, like, make it across this, like, very heavily forested area to, like, a town sort of a right. distance away. And in the meantime, Lando and Han have also come here to see Talon Card, which is why they had Luke in the shed, because they didn't want Lando and Han to know he was there. Right. And then Thrawn shows up to get more lizards, mm-hmm. but also <laughs> Love those lizards. just <laughs> to be a general pain, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he's suspicious because he's so observant and he's got it all figured out. And... Then Card basically decides, okay, I'll help you get Luke out of here. Right. Because I don't want Thrawn to know that I had Luke and didn't give him over. And then eventually the book ends. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Yeah, so they eventually end up back on Coruscant. um, 
everyone's fine, except at the very end of the book, you find out that Admiral Akbar has been like thrown out, basically. Deposed? Yeah. Or like Um, the Bothan guy is starting a coup? That's sort of where where it ends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like a big rally, like, we're not going to let him do this to Akbar thing at the end. It's just like, why not? He said it's a trap. (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so. So this is the first book we've done that I didn't take any notes in because I just feel like nothing noteworthy happened. Yeah, I didn't take I didn't take any notes because I was like, what, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like question one. Okay, and it's not really a fair question to ask you, but since it's also your like, maybe we should work through this. Question one: Why don't I like this book? Yeah, I I was trying to I was asking myself that same question <laughs> yesterday and today, and I think I feel like I should like it. I think I I should like it, too. I think it's trying very hard Mm -hmm. and not succeeding. I think Mm -hmm. it is giving maybe a very select slice of the Star Wars fan audience what it wants, but we don't fit into (laughs) that slice. That could be. Um, I feel like, yeah, this book feels like it's really playing it safe. Yes. To me, like there's no Star Wars zaniness. There's almost zero jokes. There are no weird aliens. Yeah, it's a very there's, serious. I think it's a very serious book. This is like Star Wars prestige drama. That's what it feels like, like to me. It feels like it it's taking itself way too seriously for what this it is. is. Like Star Wars madmen. Gosford Park. Yeah. Not one of the not one of the fun Mad Men episodes. Yeah, not with the one, one where of the they really yeah, they go. Not one take of the ones where they like it's crazy. take acid <laughs> or, or yeah. the one where um Lane and Pete have a fist fight in the office. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not like a fun one. It's a it's No, a, this is just like Don having an existential crisis. Yeah, but I also don't know what and and you know maybe because it's a trilogy we'll get to it. But like I don't know what I'm supposed to take away yeah i feel like obviously the introduction of mara jade and talon card yes that's huge for for us in terms of like where we're going and what we're doing (laughs) but yeah in terms of the book like the only character the only new character that really stood out to me was mara jade she was great and i should love talon card that is exactly my kind of guy I was reading. And I was, he really left me cold. I don't know if that was on the Wikipedia page or on the Wikipedia page, but I was reading <laughs> some page about this book, and apparently, I don't know where this is like cited from, but Talon Card was supposed to be like, what if Han had never joined the rebellion? Like, oh, that's so interesting. Which I, th- which should be really interesting and should be more clear. I think. I think if you if you put them side by side more and said like. If they had known each other or they had sort of like, you know, diverged paths at some point and Han was sort of like more self-conscious of the fact that like, oh, this guy could have been me. Like, this is what I could have become if I hadn't, you know, gotten roped in this whole Death Star thing. I think that would be really interesting. And and like the idea of that's really interesting, but it doesn't really come through. For me, there's just so there's like too much cool calculation in this book. Yes. Like, every character's every decision is the best possible decision they could make in that moment, and they yeah. think it through really carefully, and they've all really just intelligent. And, like, I mean, except Luke, who's just a nonstop dumb What are we going to do with Luke? <laughs> <laughs> he 
just needs to go live on a noth and have winter take care of him. Yeah, or something. <laughs> like, just needs to go to sleep. They <laughs> just, just need to let let Luke sleep. But I mean, like, I really found Grand Admiral Thrawn to be a very frustrating villain. Yes. to read because I was supposed to be so impressed with how smart he is and how cool headed he is and how he's got it all figured yeah. out. But I just felt like he was using OOC the whole time. Yeah. And for those people who are not gigantic nerds, OOC <laughs> stands for out of character, which yeah. is like if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons or some game like that, you're supposed to be playing from your character's perspective. Right. But obviously, you know other things about the game because you're sitting at the table with other people. And so right. if your character makes a decision that's based on your knowledge of context, then you're cheating. Right. And you're using OOC yeah. information. Yeah. And Thrawn just felt like a massive OOC okay, because yeah. – I loved – I still have a soft spot for Sherlock Holmes stories as a kid, but, like, Sherlock Holmes didn't feel like he was using OOC because he always painstakingly explained how he got to right. his conclusions. Right. And when Thrawn explained stuff, I didn't I buy it. Yeah. I, was, I was like, no, Timothy Zahn told you. That's right. the only reason That's you put that know. together. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed, like, way too quick and smart for what was actually happening on the page. Yeah, and he just wasn't interesting. Right. Like, I would love – I prefer my Star Wars villains a little more um, Dryden Voss. I can't believe I remember his name. But yeah. the bad guy in the most recent Solo yeah, 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 yeah. movie. You know, in, like charismatic, smart, interesting, but just a little bit like right. unpredictable. And, and makes mistakes, too. That, like, they're yeah, not and makes mistakes. Perfect. And I think, I think we're being, like, presented Thrawn in this platter of, like, you thought, like, Vader and the Emperor were you know, interesting villains, like, here. And, like, I guess maybe I sort of get that if you're... This is the first villain, right, on, of yeah. the expanded universe. I don't know how I would feel reading this at that point. But, yeah, he's just... I found him very boring. <laughs> he was so boring and so full of himself. And full of himself could be interesting if he wasn't, his, like, also right. The side yeah. guy, whatever, Pel Oh, he wanted to call him Pelennor, but that's not right. <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Piet just because, like, Imperial guy. Yeah, letter P. yeah. He's just, like, yeah, the secondary Imperial officer. But I found him more interesting because he was, like, in, you he know. He was going on a journey. Right. And, like, confused and was like, I don't know what the heck you're doing here. <laughs> like, it, it, I don't know. He just seemed, like, slightly more interesting than Thrawn. Um, and Kablubla was more interesting than Kablubla, Thrawn, too. I don't know why they dropped him after the first third of this book, because I was like... Yeah, Kablubla was barely in this book, and yeah, he was so much more he interesting. He such an impression when we first found him, and he was just like, like what is this man? He's just an insane, murderous uh, yeah. magic man. Yeah, it was just... Like, He's a threatening villain. Yeah. He's scary. Yeah, because you don't know what he's going to do next, and he's a clone. Yeah. Like, he's just very interesting. Yeah, Thrawn, I feel like... And Thrawn is just like, no, shoo, shoo. The the audience wants to watch me listen to Mozart for a while. Yeah, like, like no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> next. Yeah, okay. Move along, move along. And I just feel like there are a lot of things that this book set up that ended up really i would have liked to have seen the expanded universe without them as templates so like yeah. number one luke asleep number yeah. two luke <laughs> that's the biggest one <laughs> luke just being he sleepy so much in this book yeah i was shocked so i was like the first chapter i was like oh okay like he was having a dream like that's a you know that's a usual way to that's start a normal thing like whatever 
And then it like happened again and again. I was like, Luke. He kept going in and out of Jedi hibernation comas. It yeah. got to the point that it was getting on Mara Jade's nerves, yeah, like, where she was like, oh my god, he's already asleep. She'd be like, mince and it's talking to him. And he'd be like, oh no, he's asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's like very strange. That's like the only thing Obi-Wan taught him was like Jedi sleep. <laughs> like going with it. So yeah, the Jedi sleep, the need to start a Jedi Academy, yeah. which like God knows he doesn't want to. Right. He doesn't and he's want to terrible at it. And he's like very like, concerned the whole book. He's like, I don't I can't teach Leia anything. Like I'm no good at this. Like I'm not a te- he at one point says, like, I'm not a teacher. And I'm like, Yeah, Luke, you're not, baby. Like you're I'm not. sorry. <laughs> and honey, I've seen your future. You're yeah, never you're gonna not be. a teacher. So like just put it aside and Follow you your don't dream have to of follow sleep. <laughs> like, that's <just laughs> fine. <laughs> you don't have to follow through on every suggestion. And the but... idea that, like, the New Republic needs Jedi, because even Mon Mothma at some point, like, talks about how, like, like it's it's my dream as we well as yours. We should definitely train but, like, you as a Jedi, yeah. Jedi. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't, I'm not 100% sure why. <laughs> yeah, what are they bringing to the table exactly? Like, we don't have any. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And we're doing fine. Yeah. So, yeah, those things. Um, what else? We're gonna um, get mad now, but the idea oh that boy. Han repeats himself <gasps> over and over again—this <laughs> was bad. Because this was really aggressive self-quoting. It really wasn't any of the other characters so much. It was no, only, it was only Han. Han. <laughs> it's a Han Solo character trait right. that he quotes himself, and some of the ones that he did were pretty obscure. Yeah, like, like and the, not catchphrases. Like, no, like the didn't we just leave this party? Yeah. Um, and he even, they even said like, didn't we just leave this party? Han quoted. So yeah, it was completely, <laughs> so he watched the movie and then quoted himself. <laughs> it's just like, are you kidding me? Something that you muttered to somebody in a time of stress, like you remember that? Yeah. Like, out of that whole day. Right? That's the one thing that stuck. I mean, it makes sense. You remember that stuff. Why? You everything. Jason came out the way he did because even in the womb, he's hearing these things like nonstop. Yeah, the, the committee, not a committee. Yeah, the hey thing. He says that which every time. apparently Lando, they do it so much that Lando's like, I'm going to have to ask about this committee thing eventually because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. nonstop with it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the sort of repetition of of quotes starts the and i know i've complained about this a lot but the idea that like a star wars novel can't sit still for five seconds that we gotta go from like planet to planet to planet to planet that we cannot (laughs) sit (laughs) and just like have have a a story yeah have a story we gotta keep going it's just pinball machine across the galaxy (laughs) until eventually end up on the same planet (laughs) like and then and then that's how you know the story's over. Right. It's like, oh, we're all here. We're all I here. Guess we're done. Yeah. We just have no time, which is what was sort of refreshing about the Crystal Star is really we're only in two places the entire book. Yeah. That was nice. And I never like on Coruscant. And, <laughs> and that was true of the Han Solo books yeah. as well, the like Han Solo trilogy, stayed. which we kept being confused by. Like yeah. The book would start, they'd get somewhere, and then they'd stay there the yeah, whole time. Yeah, we're book. like, wait, they're staying here? <laughs> how refreshing. I thought they were going to be here for 20 pages yeah. <laughs> and then go five other places. Yeah. Uh, the Jedi twin thing. The Jedi you know, twin. like, they're right there from the beginning. And I'm not against Han Solo and Leia having kids, kids that yeah. are significance. But we get – I think that it's a problem that right out of the gate from the expanded universe that Leia is a vessel for creating more Jedi. Yeah. Like, 
first and foremost. Right. I mean, yeah. And and she's doing stuff in the New Republic, but that's not what anyone's interested in. That's just taking up time. What everyone is interested in, even here, right. especially like kidding. why they're trying to kidnap her is because she can make more Jedi. Right. Like that is yeah. the only reason she's interested. And how which has come up in other books, but sort of like how useless she is as an actual Jedi, I think is really frustrating to me. Yeah. Because I think you kind of need to fall because we know Leia, right? And Leia is not somebody who's going to like half-ass something. She's going to throw yeah. her heart into it. And so, you know, Luke's sort of frustrated that she's like not leaving enough time to be a Jedi, which is something that happens in Jedi Academy, I think, too. Yeah, he's really passive aggressive about it in Jedi yeah, Academy. Yeah. But this, you know, either I think either she should say, you know, let's I you know, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I'm fine yeah. doing what I'm doing. I know I have Jedi Force abilities. It would be great to have, like, at least a little bit of knowledge so I can control it. But, like, I don't want to become a Jedi. Or she really does want to become a Jedi and sort of, like, throws yeah, herself into learning how to do that. I agree. She should be in or out. And it's not – it's weird that they're acting like it's so closed off for her. Right. Because – in the movies, we saw her with very little effort make psychic connections with Luke. Um, yeah, she, you know that kind of thing. It seems very natural; like it comes pretty easy to her. And and I, yeah, it just seems like an odd point of tension that shouldn't really be one. Right, basically. and that never seems to go away. Right. I mean, yeah. even way down the line. Yeah, but yeah, I think her immediately right in this, like you were saying. The expanded universe starts, and we see her in this like incredibly vulnerable position. Um, right. And and I think this Leia is certainly not as bad as the Leia we get in Jedi Academy. No, like everyone else in this book, this Leia is fine. Fine, she's fine. Yeah, <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> but everyone is fine. Yeah, but like fine in a suspicious way. Like, are you really fine? <laughs> no, like fine. Like, are you or are you being impersonated? Right. By yeah. Like, I don't know that I believe. um yeah she's fine but but yeah i do think there's something like like i want to see leia like kicking ass at whatever she's doing like and i just want to see leia choosing to do anything right because in this like she's you know she's pregnant and so she she's dodging the kidnapping attempts obviously she's not in control of that and then she goes to mon mothma is like hey i'd like to take some time off so i can train for jedi and mon mothma's like no Maybe we can get some uh, time off for you I'm in a, a year. My question is, like, what is she going to do? She could fire you? So what? Fine. It's not like, no, I'm going to have you murdered. Like, it's just no. <laughs> and then you say, like, well, you know, F it. Like, I want to take time for myself. I'm pregnant. People are trying to kill me. I'm going to go. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's not how, especially, like, government yeah, jobs. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> government jobs work. Either we have, like, a maternity program, sick days, leave of absence, or we don't. And, like, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if she did leave, then Mon Mothma would – can Mon Mothma fire her? I don't Who know. Knows? Like, yeah, I, it sounds like she can't. Like, like Leia, just go. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Mon Mothma can't keep a Bothan from starting a coup against Akbar and the most boring thing that yeah. ever boring. So, like <laughs> – Yeah, it's fine. Just go. Yeah, just take some time off. But, yeah, Leia's just nonstop. Like, oh, this is my life. Like, no, she has no choices, right? Yeah. She's just completely overwhelmed with responsibilities to other people and has no agency on her own, which is crazy because she was always, like, the driver of action. Yeah, right. And making decisions. the movies. Yeah, and, like, getting everyone out of 
situations. Yeah. So I feel like this is a real, like, like a real taming of Leia, a real, like, sort of clipped wings, caged in kind of Leia. Yeah. Um, and like, and why, that's who we have, as far as I can tell, for the rest of the EU. Yeah. That she's just never the same. Like, why? I mean, I know why in terms of, like, let's sell books kind of way. But, like, yeah. why start with the Jedi twins? Like, like why not build to that or not have it at all? Which, God no. forbid. <laughs> but, like, like <laughs> it seems, like, as a kid, I didn't, I didn't have any idea of the sort of order in which these books were released. I knew the order, obviously, in which they happened. But it does seem like such a huge thing to sort of drop on us right, right out, out of the, the gate. gate. Is that what people were yeah. like clamoring for? Like, constantly <laughs> as kids? We need more magical fraternal twins. Yeah, like we need another set of fraternal Jedi twins. This time we'll do it right. <laughs> <laughs> this time they'll know each other. Yeah. We got to give them names that start with the same letter yeah, and just, yeah. Do it, it all, all again. The same. <laughs> just repeat. Yeah, that's sort of like repetition and yeah, I don't know. There's just something very unsatisfying, I think, about how like nicely it all sort of comes <laughs> packaged. Yeah, I wish that it was I wish there was something unexpected yeah, happening here. Right. Yeah. I wish that at any point in this book I'd been like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. Or even yeah. just like Yeah, or even what? Yeah, huh? or like Are you Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Any emotion. This was this was just a whole book of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, sure, okay, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, all right, yeah, got it, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I guess we should talk about Mara Jade in yeah. some depth. I, I, she was a bright spot in in the very good. gray, <laughs> gray journey, um, a gray haze of a book. Yeah, I sort of love her hatred of Luke. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Um, don't give up on your dreams, Mara. Yeah, you kill him. Do it. <laughs> do it. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> He's sleeping. He's sleeping. Just do it. <laughs> He's always sleeping. Do it. Um, yeah, she was sort of the most interesting character, I think, in this whole in this whole book. Yeah, well, I feel like in this book, everybody has a very sort of um, controlled facade. Yeah. But she was the only one who you could was sort of open about the fact that there were other things going on underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. That she was that sort she of struggling could, with her yeah, emotions. She could be super history. angry. And, yeah. Yeah. And all of her stuff about when she did explain her, right, her what had happened to her and like how after the fall of the emperor, she had like no identity and right. she was, you know, on everything that she went through. I found all of that really compelling. Yeah, I want to I am not on board for her and Luke ending up together. No, though. this seems very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> and always did. Like, I remember even as a kid, like when I found out or, you know, read or whatever that Margie and Luke ended up together, I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, <Yeah. you> no. <laughs> I don't even understand why we're all acting like it's cool that she was the yeah. there like you were the hand of the emperor and now you're you're fine now right like, no it's not like you did unspeakable cool things, things yeah. and you enabled unspeakable things and like her whole thing was a direct psychic connection to the emperor at all times right and that she was just non-stop spying and informing. like the blood of thousands easily yeah, is on easily. her hands yeah yeah i mean that is another thing i think that continues with these books is the very sort of like glossing over of these characters that have done yeah really horrible terrible things and not and, really i mean she's not it. even and she's not even sorry right like, no, yeah she's fine yeah 
at least Kip Duran was sorry. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little sorry. I mean, Enough he's sorry, sorry that he's... for Luke to give him a hug and say it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Jedi Knight. Yeah. yeah. We shouldn't put Luke in charge of these decisions. I don't, and maybe, you know, in the next two books, we'll but like, find out more. And this is not even um, a reasonable comparison because she didn't kill anybody. But if in 19, you know, 48, if Lenny Riefenstahl had been like, hey guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think we would have said it's okay. No. no. Like, I think we would have still been mad yeah. and been right to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she killed anybody. <laughs> yeah, Luke doesn't seem like Luke sort of seems amused by it. Yeah. When she's Which like, Oh, really I was weird. the hand of the Emperor. I assassinated people on behalf of him. I incited places to war. I ratted out spies. I did all this stuff. Like and and he's just like, Oh, I wish that you weren't so mad at me. And she's yeah. like, Oh, I wish we had the old empire back. Like she is yeah. hardcore. Yeah, and Luke just all the way seems over like giggly about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm supposed to pretend like she occupies some sort of moral gray area or that she's like an interesting on her way to redemption kind of character. Yeah. She's just like from the losing side of evil and now yeah. is out for survival. Yeah. Like I mean, she's a well-written character and she's interesting, but I'm not. I want Mara Jade to be a villain. Yeah, she should be a villain. I mean, in this book, you would think she should end up the villain. Yeah, she should end up a villain. And even she should have her own arc, like, after this one closes. Like, yeah. this trilogy should end with her going off and doing some, like, big evil thing. Like, right. she should be the main villain. She should be Admiral Dalla. She should be Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> She should be Admiral Thrawn. Instead of just being like, oh, I know all about him, and he's really bad, and super observant. And yeah, blah, no, blah, blah, that blah, should blah. be her. Like, we don't need Thrawn. Yeah. No, we don't need Thrawn. Also, this is another precedent that this book sets. That is actually, this one is fine in this book, but then it gets overdone, which is this, like, well, you know, this villain is bad because the normal rules of the Empire didn't apply to them. So, like, right. the Empire didn't like aliens, but they've got Grand Admiral Thrawn. The Empire didn't like aliens. Uh, we yeah, didn't yeah. like women, but they've got Admiral Dalla. The Empire didn't have aliens, but we have the Mons. Right, yeah, the Empire like. didn't like women, but we've got Admiral Tavira. Like, yeah. Well, it seems like they made a lot of exceptions. Suddenly, yeah, suddenly it's just nonstop women and aliens. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's the only people they hired. Yeah, like, Oh, they also to- used aliens as, like, a term in this book, which yeah. they seem to not do so much in the later ones. Like, it's creatures, no. or sentients, or they, like, flat out say alien. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it, It I, maybe it's, like, author to author, because I feel like Kevin J. Anderson says aliens yeah. Yeah. a good, a good bet. Someone used, like, non-humans. Yeah. A bunch. Um... Yeah, that gets sort of set. Yeah, there's sort of a lot of Lando mining colonies. Lando loves to mine. He loves mining, and he loves machines. And when you steal or hurt his machines, he gets really Lando gets really caught really up in upset. it. And yeah, and sort of um, that that trope of like you need to have everybody show up. Yeah, which I think the best Every- books don't do that. No. And also, you need to have you need to like recreate moments from the movies yeah. as much as you can, mm-hmm. like having R two fling the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a boring one. It's a boring. This one. book is just dull as can be. Yeah, it doesn't tell, Bill. 
This was a big old snooze fest. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that was interesting. I did like the stuff that they had on Kashyyyk. Yeah. Um, the Kashyyyk stuff. Can, I'm, I was confused about the brackets. Yeah. The guy, so like, when she's speaking to, I don't remember his name. I probably couldn't pronounce it. The, the Wookiee on Kashyyyk, he speaks in like brackets. I think he can speak basic. He can speak basic. Okay. Cause I was like, can she not understand Chewie? Because Chewie doesn't get any. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he can okay. I think he can speak basic intelligibly. Okay. That makes sense. I was a little confused about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, the stuff on the cheek was interesting. This I like the Lady Vader idea is kind of interesting. I don't know yeah, if it that'd goes be nice anywhere. To, but it'd be cool if that went anywhere interesting. Yeah. At one point Han's like, Hey Luke, when are you gonna get Leia a lightsaber? And Luke's like, Oh, I can make her one any time. Yeah. And then so an, an hour later she's, she's got a lightsaber. <laughs> Because he literally went into his junk drawer and was like, what do I got? What do I got? What do I got? And just like, built a lightsaber. <laughs> also, stop making up rules about lightsabers. Like, just yeah. either say there are no rules or stick to something. Because every other book, they're making, like, a huge deal about building a lightsaber. And, like, it's a sacred, like, Jedi coming of age, rite of passage. Yeah, Corrin Horn was, like, unconscious for two days using the Force to bring his lightsaber together perfectly and stuff. And then Leia gets a freebie. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what the rules are. She's, like, tying it to ropes underneath Kashyyyk. Yeah, she, like, barely knows how to use it. It's just, like... She's Tarzan swinging it through the trees and stuff. Like... No wonder your kids are terrible lightsabers. Like, what's happening? I guess maybe because Luke was just handed a lightsaber initially, but, like, Obi-Wan didn't have a lot of choice. Like, it wasn't... No. No, he was just like, well, this is what I've got. But then Luke did go build one. Yeah. Well, and also... Obi-Wan Kenobi was not looking to recruit Luke that day. No. He was just like, oh, hey, let me save you from the sand people. And right. then Luke's like, here's some mail for you. <laughs> and <laughs> then Obi-Wan was like, oh, I actually, I'm going to need some help with this. So why don't you come be a Jedi? But before that, like, yeah. <laughs> we accidentally got your mail, Mr. Kenobi. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite way of putting that now. <laughs> Mr. Kenobi, the mailman, <laughs> gave us your mail again. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I know you need your magazine subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it looks like it's been opened. That's because I opened it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just like looking. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was for me. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize until I'd opened it that it had your name on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a federal offense, Luke. <laughs> Together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I do, I do love the sort of Obi-Wan popping in to just be like, I'm peacing out. Like, I can't deal with you. <laughs> like, I can't do This is done. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> but yeah, this book felt like too reverential to be interesting. Yes. And, and maybe like, that's what they wanted it to be from the, you know, out the gate, because that's how they thought people were going to sort of get into this. But I think for us... And thinking about the but books is, that we really love. This is like Gosford Park if no one got murdered. Like, yeah. just Or like wasn't extremely well written. <laughs> yeah. Like very, <laughs> yeah, it's very dry, but there's no sense of humor. And everything. Yeah, even feels... Sherlock Holmes would crack a joke every now and then. Yeah. And at least he had Watson. Like, there's just no. Yeah. I mean, this, Thrawn has his 
Captain, Captain Bloody. Yeah, I guess he's sort of the Watson. <laughs> I think he is definitely the Watson. But yeah, and he's like the he's like the book Watson, not the like by Jove Holmes. Yeah, how did you do it? Yeah, <laughs> the overwrought Watson, so it's just like <laughs> sim- simple Watson. Oh, we're really giggling. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just boring. It's, I guess, it is. It's just this boring. is a boring book. I want I want a book to do more. I would love. I want to love it or I want to hate it. But yeah, I'd rather but hate I, it. I'd rather than be hate bored. it than be bored. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm bored. Bored as hell. Yeah. Also, like, lean into that clone stuff. Like, I know it's coming back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Give me Kablubla. I want Give Kablubla. me a whole book of <laughs> I want his life story. <laughs> he if we ever get podcast t-shirts, we need to give me Kablubla. Give me Kablubla. <laughs> More Kablubla, please. <laughs> uh, give me Kablubla. Like, I'm all in a Yeah, Kablubla. well, that's like, he was so weird and interesting, and then he was gone. Like, and Thrawn is like a beloved figure. Yeah. So I know, mean, maybe tell, there's other places. Maybe he. Maybe there's more. Maybe he's coming. Maybe book he's two back is just gonna be like, in, like <laughs> off, <laughs> off like a rocket. Also, listeners, feel free in a polite way to tell us why we're wrong. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. This book. Please tell us why. I mean, be nice, but please tell us. Why but like, we're show wrong. us the light. Yeah, I would rather like something than hate it. I think. I don't know. I like. This is just not our. Not our cup of tea. No, the parts of Star Wars that really like get my heart are the the zaniness and the hijinks and the screw ups, right? Yeah. They screw, screw up, up all so the time. much. Yeah. Yeah, they're, in they're Star Wars. really not good at what they do a lot of the time. They're, this is a, this is just like so like polished, gleaming surfaces. Yeah. Yeah. And like reflective of the films, but not the things that I love mm-hmm. about it. Um, so yeah, please tell us where we're wrong. I, I'm wondering if there are, like, instances that Thrawn, or, like, comic books or video games or other places Thrawn shows up that, that I know that Thrawn makes the transition into the new canon. Yeah, he and that is there's still, a book where Thrawn is teamed up with Vader, uh, and then also a book where Thrawn is teamed up with Anakin, and I don't know if Thrawn knows that Vader is Anakin, so, like, uh, all of that kind of stuff is potentially interesting. interesting. I mean, I guess if this podcast goes forever, we will eventually do. <laughs> we'll eventually get to canon <laughs> novels. To canon novels. But yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, yeah, he does definitely seem, he's definitely one of the bigger expanded universe characters. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, I, we could be wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, but I feel like this book sort of is a fine book on its own, but I feel like as the starting point for the expanded universe, it gets a lot of stuff off on the wrong fit, yes. foot, especially when it comes to Luke yeah. and women. And women. Because yeah. I think Leia is completely reduced to a reproductive vehicle. Yeah. And I think Mara Jade is interesting, but I think that I think if a male character had her backstory, there would not be this implication that, like, oh, it's, like, kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun and feisty. I think it would be taken seriously. seriously. yeah. And I think there's, like, a degree to which her crimes are not taken seriously by virtue that, like, a pretty lady could right. them. Right, them, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think there's a direction that you could go from this book that would, like, if you examine that more closely but i don't think that yeah. it, uh, that it's going to i mean it can't because she's gonna end up with right. Luke, which is to well, me that's I, like such a soap opera move like did you run out of characters like 
I think they did. I feel like when I was a kid, I thought she and Lando were going to end up together. I don't know why I thought that. Well, Lando sure seemed to think so in the giant Yeah, but I don't remember that subplot. I feel like there was something else that made me think that that was what was going to happen. I I'd remember be fine being with her shocked. And, I'd be fine with her and Talon Card ending up together. Yeah, I'd be he, fine with he Talon Card. becoming like a huge character in New Jedi Order, I think. I, just, I want someone to just light a spark in all these guys. Yeah, just, yeah. I want to. I want some interesting shine. This is dry as dust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we've said what we have to say about I know. this book. <laughs> short episode. <laughs> I think this is a short episode for a momentous book. Yeah, but that's how we but roll. Yeah, we're just we're doing our. I wish we had like questions that we could answer. <laughs> Somebody asked us <laughs> yeah somebody chime in with the press on this so next we're doing we're doing tales, tales. so yeah so i looked uh it up and i think what we're gonna end up doing there's 16 tales i think mm-hmm. um so yeah. next time so we're doing tales uh from moss eisley yay which i never Ooh. read me either, but I'm fascinated. But I, and I'm guess I my impression is that they're the tales from Moss Eisley Cantina, the day that the characters I met in so. Moss Eisley Cantina. Yeah. So it's like that. What what else was happening in Moss Eisley Cantina yeah. that day? That day. Yeah, so, which I am fascinated to see. Um, we're gonna read from the first tale through. Be still, my heart. The bartender's tale. All right. So the first sex. Um, and in this six, we have Timothy Zahn, AC Crispin, Dave Rolverton, uh, Kathy oh. Tires, and, oh no, she comes later, but Kathy Tires wrote, uh, a standalone book that eventually we're going to read. So a lot of people that we're gonna see again. I'm so excited to get more AC Crispin. To me, no one has come close. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And Kevin J. Anderson, he's not in the first batch, but he wrote one. Rebecca Moyesta wrote one on, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, on her own. Um, we're gonna get, the assassin again it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride i'm very excited <laughs> i'm excited i do not think it will be boring i don't think it will be boring i i don't know that it will be like good but it will not be boring no but i do not think it will be boring <laughs> yeah but. all right well tune in for that all right we'll yeah see you next week bye Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you would like more information, please check out our website, adolescenceafteralderon.wordpress.com, for show notes and info about upcoming episodes. We're also on Twitter, after underscore Alderon. We're on Instagram, adolescenceafteralderon. And if you would like to touch base with us, ask questions, participate in the conversation, you can email us at adolescenceafteralderon at gmail.com. Thanks so much.